Welcome to Smells Like Teen Parent, a podcast for adolescents and the adults who annoy them. I'm your host, Jenny Debevic, a nationally certified counselor and academic consultant with 20 years of experience working with youth. In our previous episode, we explored how to support our LGBTQ adolescents as they safely explore their identity. Today, we're delving into a crucial topic, why talking to your adolescent about careers is valuable in preparing them for adulthood. This is one of my favorite aspects within the counseling training framework because it is such a positive and productive way to help people of diverse backgrounds, interests, strengths, and values discover a career path that will be fulfilling and well-paid. What do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I know. Study sharks. Study sharks. Okay. What do you want to be when you grow up? Teacher. A teacher. I know. Go. A waffle. A waffle? Man. Okay. A waffle man. All right. Somebody's got to make the waffles, right? Go. Police officer. Police officer. Cool. What do you want to be when you grow up? Rotten egg. A rotten egg. No, you're too lovely to be a rotten egg. But before we dive into these insightful conversations, take a minute to follow, rate, and download this episode. Your support helps spread the word and it fuels my efforts to make parenting our teens a little more informed and a lot more joyful. Career counseling with younger children, adolescents, and teens is one of my personal favorite aspects of counseling because it is so positive and it enables them to consider how the short-term habits they are building today will shape the long-term trajectory of their lives. It also elicits their imagination and it helps them expand their understanding of themselves. And speaking of great careers, this episode is brought to you in part by NextPhase.ai. Transform your business with NextPhase Data Operations Services, improving the quality and reliability of your enterprise data. And now with the ever-expanding landscape of high-tech careers, the possibilities for our teams are more vast and varied than ever. What do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be, I want to be a nursery doctor. Something. I'm going to be a veterinarian. Uh, graphic engineer, scientist. Are we ever too early to start talking about careers with our kids? Well, the evidence suggests that asking kids about their interests, goals, and vision for themselves is an important step. I recently asked various groups of elementary students about their vision for themselves. Have you ever thought about what you want to be when you grow up? Yes. Tell me. I want to be one of those people who sits in an office and they have like unlimited Legos and they make up new Lego sets to sell. That's an amazing job. Is that a job out there? Yes, it's a job. How do you get that job? I have no idea. I want to be a sloth. You want to be a sloth? I want to help uh, the animals, the ones that like you adopt, uh, like we find the animals that, that you adopt. Okay, like a foster parent for animals? Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? Ooh. I want to be a, um, a president. Oh, I, I want to be president. Do you think you can both be pres- share presidency? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think that would I be know, amazing. I, I know how much money they make. <laughs> do they make a lot of money? Yeah. In my school counseling role, I also gave a series of career lessons to older students because it's the perfect time to help them think about why they're doing all this, you know, school. I start by imagining with them what they might do and be when they're 26, 35, even 50. What is your dream job? I have no clue, but like maybe something in like sports. I mean, that's like already my kind of dream job. Um, Yeah, I'm not really sure. But when I was younger, I used, I wanted to be an 
astronaut? Um, I'd want to be one of the media people for like sports and stuff who gets to take pictures of all the players and stuff. I was probably thinking something in social work or like with clinical psychology. I'd want to be one of those people that sells houses, one of the realtors on Selling Sunset. Um, My dream job is probably being like a journalist or like a spread designer for Architectural Digest. I think maybe my dream job is to be like a photographer like a freelance photographer or something probably like an author it's interesting to note this role of self-efficacy self-efficacy is the ability of a person to take actionable steps in achieving their goals when young people are encouraged and counseled in self-efficacy they can develop behaviors and habits to achieve goals what does this look like it means helping kids see that along the way there are choices for them we learn early on as parents that saying no to children over and over and over and over and over again it not only creates friction and power struggles, but it can also leave behind a sense of learned helplessness. Conversely, the more an individual is encouraged to believe that they can, and the more the environment around them supports this belief, the better the outcome. So what did you want to be when you grew up? When I was a kid, I wanted to be an anthropologist. I was really into learning about Africa and the Laetoli mudbed footprints and understanding how humans evolved. Do you see that your current career has links to what you wanted to be when you were growing up? No, my life took me in on a different path, but it's still a big interest of mine. And I really love learning about all of that stuff still. And I think that's really great too. It wasn't something that I ended up with as a career, but it's a lifelong interest. What kind of career do you imagine yourself in? Definitely working in television film production industry. When I toured Sony, I was like, this is awesome. That is like where I want to be. Like, that's what I want to do. Like being in like those environments are just so much fun and they look like amazing. And I know that it's a lot of work, but also I feel like it's really rewarding to do. And what's helped you move towards that career? Who's inspired you? How did you learn about these careers? My mom and I would always watch like 80s movies, Back to the Future, and like directors like Greta Gerwig. What advice would you have to parents who are guiding their children into careers? I would say definitely be supportive and encourage them to like go out and try and reach for what they want to do because it's definitely helpful to have people that are in your corner rather than people who don't think that you're going to like make too much money off of a career. In the adult world, the task of a career counselor includes helping a client identify and unpack the often heavy load of self-efficacy, which begins to form at the earliest age as a child receives feedback from his immediate environment about what is and is not acceptable. Question of the day is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, oh, I grow up, I want to be uh, a police. When I, when I a police? A singer, okay. What do you want to be when you grow up? Mama. You want to be a mama? What do you want to be when you grow up? A vet. A vet. A fish painter. A, a, a fish painter? No, a face painter. A face painter, okay. I want to be a pilot. A pilot. Great. What do you want to be when I you grow up? I want to be a rabbit. A, a, a rabbit? 
You want to be a rabbit? Okay. I want to be a, a monkey. A monkey? Okay. What do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, astronaut. The bottom line, we adults have tremendous power in shaping the self-efficacy of younger people. I recently was consulting with a student on her grad school applications. She had gone to these top schools, but she shared with me how she was still haunted by a ninth grade English teacher who announced in front of her English class that this student was brilliant but lazy. These three words, spoken inappropriately and probably off the cuff and without much thought, have haunted this student who, no matter what she has achieved in her young adult life, and it was substantial, she still believes that she's doomed to fail because an authority figure shared such judgment so freely and so publicly, the student internalized that belief that it must be so. Students with creative vision and curiosity often find themselves, because of adult judgments and negative feedback, looking over their shoulder throughout their whole lives. Forest Ranger. She kind of came her pretty early on. Really? Like in high school. Then I got away from it for like four or five years and then I went back to it. Four or five years in college, I was kind of getting annoyed with people who were like, I said it was a history major and they'd be like, oh, so you want to teach? Like, Not necessarily, I can do anything. And then, of course, I ended up being a teacher. <laughs> However, adults who help a young person challenge such denouncements and examine unhelpful perceptions can help dismantle its power by modeling our own self-efficacy and normalizing the ups and downs of developing a strong work ethic, including normalizing procrastination, avoidance, imposter syndrome, and fear of missing out. We can help young people imagine new interests and set goals, as well as actually carrying them out. Encourage the teen in your life to challenge those destructive thoughts about self by helping them overcome an obstacle, completing a college application, applying to an advanced math class, trying out for a play or the varsity team. All these are excellent practices in reshaping harmful perceptions of self-efficacy. What do you want to do when you grow up? Uh, that's a good question. I forgot already. <laughs> <laughs> preservation, yeah, preservation of species, environment. Basically, just like the uh, issues that the natural environment of the ocean is facing, where like we are already facing with plastic, we're already facing with oil extraction, we're already facing with illegal fisheries of fish near endangered. A lot of species are endangered. That's a lot of what's going on right now. We need people like you. I I'm, mean, I'm you're... still learning, but like, I, yeah. it's, I like, it's, I'm not there yet. You're not. <laughs> You're only what, 18? Well, yeah, I'm going to be eight, going to be 19 soon. Oh, you're going to be 19. You're just beginning. Another topic of conversation with adolescents is distinguishing with them the difference between a job and a career. Ask an adolescent what a job is that they might get, and you'll hear a range of answers from snarky to serious. One recent example offered by a fifth grader working at Subway. But using this example as a job, we can then brainstorm how this job could actually help evolve into a meaningful career. Again, these are open conversations, opportunities opportunities to get kids to see how, why they might not enjoy all aspects of a job. There's always aspects of a job that can be building blocks to get where they need to go. Another great way to get adolescents talking about careers is to give them an assessment to help hone in on their personality, interests, strengths, and values. There's a variety of self-assessments online, some of which can be taken for free. The most common are the Big Five Personality Test, the John Hollins Codes, and the Myers-Briggs Personality Test. The Big Five Personality Traits are 
are probably the best accepted and most commonly used model of personality in academic psychology. But one of my favorites is the John Holland Codes. According to John Holland, the psychologist behind the theory of career choice, individuals who find careers and work environments matching their personality tend to experience more satisfaction and success. Holland's theory of vocational types identifies six dimensions that guide us in understanding our preferences and what type of careers can satisfy various interests. These are uh, realistic, as in interacting with the world, investigative, our researcher types, artistic, social, enterprising, and conventional. These dimensions offer a roadmap for understanding our passions and inclinations. Holland's model suggests that interest congruence is a predictor of both student and career success. To help your child on this journey, they can go online and take a free quiz to gain a clearer understanding of their interests and how these relate to potentially satisfying careers. But remember, it's their future, and what matters to them holds more weight than what matters to you. Let's also explore the Japanese concept of Ikigai, a model that seeks to balance passion, mission, vocation, and profession. The idea behind the concept of Ikigai is that what you love, what the world needs, what you're good at, and what you can get paid for, all four elements are crucial in finding your purpose. To know what you love, you need to experience it. And that's the importance of real-world experience. It's normal that some teens might not have a clear insight into their strengths and interests. Real-world experience is key to expanding career awareness. Part-time jobs, internships, job shadowing, all these provide practical work exposure. So tell me about what experiences you've had that have helped you move towards your field of interest. I took an acting to the camera class in college over the summer, and I've recorded my own little movies, portfolios, and I've even acted in some student-made ones at school. And what about, you've also been a camp counselor in what, it's like a storytelling kind of camp? Yes, I essentially bring mythology stories to life, and I have been able to create a whole like world and universe around my camp persona, where the other kids can also feel inspired, and that they also can now have these stories to take back with them during the school year to inspire other kids to maybe either want to come to camp again or create their own stories outside of camp. Wow, so you've really laid the footwork of work experience, internships, classes in order to be in this very competitive industry. Yes, I have. To know what you love, you need to experience it. Attend fairs, be part of internships, take classes, and talk to experts in the field. Experiencing the work firsthand can be transformative. This helps your child discover elements of the work environment that they like or dislike, such as do they prefer teamwork or working independently, specific tasks or creative freedom. These work values contribute to career satisfaction and discussing them with your teen can provide clarity for their future choices. Finally, resources like the California Career Zone, the show Road Trip Nation, and the National Career Development Association can be valuable in helping people of all ages learn what sort of careers match their interests, strengths, and passions. Then again, there's always the fallback just to become an influencer. Okay, 
Tip one, have a personality. I'm telling you, you're gonna post your videos and do not make the videos that are like, okay, get ready, okay, get ready, get ready, really tired. I'm going to school, I'm kinda tired, kinda tired. Okay, honestly, it doesn't matter. Okay, next, this one is about brand collabs. Cause even if you have like a thousand followers or less, but you have good engagement or like your video does good, you can get brands to send you free stuff. And I know all of y'all, that's part of what you want. You want the free stuff. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thank you for listening in as we navigate crucial conversations about preparing our teens for the world of careers. Your support in following, rating, and downloading this episode makes a significant impact on spreading this valuable information. Together, let's make parenting our teens a more informed and more joyful experience. Thank you to our contributors and thank you to the birdhouse where we make it happen. May you be safe, may you be happy, may you be free from suffering. And don't forget to wear sunscreen every day, even in winter.